You are listening to the Revive the World Ministries podcast. We hope this message encourages you to be all God created you to be so that you can impact the world around you with the love and power of God. For more information about us, you can visit our website at revivetheworld.org or visit us in person each Sunday at 10.30 a.m. and Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. We hope to connect with you soon. basically what I'm going to speak today on, it's kind of one of those things. It's going to be one of those days, those moments where we're getting a deeper revelation of what we already know. Sometimes, how many of you know, sometimes we need a deeper revelation of what we already know because we don't know everything. We can never exhaust understanding the fullness of who God is because he's so big. And so I just love when he takes something I love the simple gospel. I love, you probably can tell by now because <laughs> every time I speak, I tell Owen, I'm like, I speak on the same thing every time, I feel like. Even though it's not, it feels like it to me because it's just who God is. I just love talking about the nature of who God is and who we are, identity. And But, it, you know, it's different, but it's not different. It's the same thing. It's the simple gospel of who God is. And I just love when God gives me a deeper revelation of what I already know, what I already know. Let's be honest, we don't know. I don't know anything, really. (laughs) The more I experience who he is, the more I know, the less I know, honestly. I mean, I feel like I don't know what I'm doing, (laughs) just to be real with you guys. I have no idea what I'm doing. It's all him, and I'm just thankful that he's with me. The, The truth of God with us, Emmanuel, is just so profound to me, like... He's with me, and that's good enough, you know? So I'm going to be in Romans 8 today. I'm going to be talking about three different verses the whole time. 8, Romans 8, 29 through 31, that's it. Um, We've all read it a billion times. We know it, but I just got some stuff about it, you know? So um, I'm going to read real quick the whole thing, and then I'm going to go back and forth throughout the whole time. Um, And then if you guys, Sarah, Owen, whoever wants to kind of give me a time, because, okay, I'm starting, I'm making notes to know what time I'm starting. Um, So let's start in verse 29, Romans 8, 29. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Who he called, he justified. And who he justified, he glorified. Past tense. Those are all past tense. (laughs) What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall we not with him also freely? How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? That foreknew in there... (laughs) Just really got me this week. He foreknew us. It says in the Passion Translation, he knew us before we were born, destined us from the beginning. That's even hard. To, that's just like hard for me to wrap my mind around, right? It, it's just like he knew me before the foundations of the world. He knew me. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but, like, anything with time, like, anything that's, like, 
understanding outside of this beginning, okay, my life started here, you know, January 1st, 1985, that's when my life began, and then the end, I know there's going to be an end someday, anything outside of that is just, like, mind-blowing to me, I'm like, I don't get it, I just, we, we understand this linear time, you know, beginning to end, and, and the fact that Jesus, that God, Holy Spirit, three in one, works outside of time, he's not limited to time, He's the beginning and the end. The alpha and the omega. It was said in the prayer room. Didn't even know it was in my notes. <laughs> like, he is so big. He, he is the beginning and he is the end. And yet there is no end because he's eternal. And like, you know, the, it's just like, what? Like, everyone likes to watch those sci-fi movies like Interstellar and all these movies that just like, I'm just like, I can't. I just can't watch those because they just, I don't get it. I get so confused, <laughs> but and so and that's when I whenever I hear people say before the foundations of the world, I'm just like, no, I don't get it, <laughs> I don't get it, you know. But for some reason, this time it just stuck out to me like he knew me before I was even born. He fashioned me in my mother's womb, right? He knew me before my parents knew me, before anyone knew me. He knows me better than I know myself. He made me. Isn't that amazing? My friend, the other day, I was telling her about this. And she's like, yeah, the other day I was in the car with my son, and I was telling him about, you know, when he was in my, when he was in my belly, you know, we were talking about, he likes to talk about, mommy, I was in your belly, you know, and, and she's like, yeah, you were in my belly, and then he was like, but where was I before that? And she's like, well, buddy, you were with Jesus before that. And I just was like, wow, like even the little ones, they know, to, they know to think, wait, I was somewhere before. Where was I? Right? It's fashioned into our DNA to realize that we have been known since before we were even here, before we were even conceived. He knew us intimately. Isn't that crazy? And like I started to get this thing where I was just thinking about, him knowing me before the foundations of the world, like, that's his nature. He knows us. That's part of who he is. We're known and we're seen. Like, thinking about that is who God is is just profound to me. I'm known by him. He's a God who knows us, like, really knows us. You know how you know something or someone, and then you, like, know something or someone? <laughs> It's, it's that kind of a thing. It's like intimately know. God isn't limited to time. His actions and his nature transcends time. <laughs> like if he knows us, then he's always known us and he's always going to know us. If he loves us, he's always loved us and he's going to continue to love us because he doesn't change. If he's faithful, he's always been faithful. He's faithful now and he's going to be faithful forever and so on and so forth, right? Isn't that beautiful? I just I just I just pray that these aren't just words, good words that seem great and cool, but you guys actually experience the words that are coming out of my mouth. I have nothing to do with that part. That's all Jesus. He's the one who has to bring the revelation 
and, and, and he's the one who actually brings the experience. I can talk about his nature all day long to you. I can read you who he says he is, but only he can reveal himself to you, and only you can actually experience that very thing of who he is. And so I just pray that as I talk today and I throw seeds out there, you begin to experience the very God that I'm talking about today. All right? You know, not only does it say that we were for, we've been foreknown, Ephesians 1.4 also says uh, he chose us before the foundations of the world. He chose us before the foundations of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. That's why we say that the cross wasn't plan B. He chose us to be in him before the foundations of the world. He destined us and called us to be in the likeness of Jesus before the foundations of the world, before we even breathed our first breath. What? That proves his nature, guys. That proves his nature. A few weeks ago on a Wednesday, I talked about worshiping God with our story. And <laughs> I, I don't know, it was just, I, I just was worshiping Jesus one day, and I just had this thought, like, thinking of the timeline of my life here on earth, from the day I was born to the end, I was thinking of that way, like, Jesus, no, no other person has my story. No other person has my Nikki story. No, there's no other me on the earth. And so I just give you praise through every part of my story. I declare out that you're good. I declare that you're Lord over my life. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to position myself to think about, even when I was an infant, I couldn't praise him then, but I can now over that infant Nikki. Jesus, I just praise you over that person as an infant, over me as an infant. I go back and I praise you as a toddler. I declare you're Lord. Right? He works outside of time. Right? I, I'm imagining myself as a 90-year-old woman. I'm not there yet. I don't know what I'm going to be like, but I'm going to praise you over that Nikki and declare that you've been good my whole life. How beautiful is that, right? And then I started to think about praising him over the story of my life because no one else can offer praise to him over my story but me. And so I started to think about what that looks like in a corporate worship setting, coming together and we're all declaring that he's good we, we are the only ones who can declare it over our own life. We're the only ones who can say, but you're good. You're holy. You're worthy. You're Lord of my life. We're the only ones. And think about how beautiful that is when we come together and we're each releasing a sound unique to us, praising him over the timeline of our life. So I was talking about that that Wednesday, and then I started to think about, wait a second, he, he's known me since before the foundations of the world. Like, from his perspective, our history together didn't start. It started before the foundations of the world. From his perspective, he's always known me. But, like, I started to learn about our history when I gave my life to him. I stepped in and started to learn and discover, right? Identity is discovering who we've always been. Right? Right? Whoa, Owen helped me a little bit with this. Like, I have to give him a little credit for that one because, like, this morning we were, was it this morning? Yesterday, we were, he, he, I always let him read through my notes because he, he's just, 
he, he can see things. He's like, maybe you should reword this, you know. Maybe you should add in one of those, this is not what I'm saying things. Or um, he helps me. And so every time he always reads through it. And um, he was just really excited about this one. Uh, but we were talking about this last night. And he, was, he got that. He was like, whoa. I said that. I was like, can I say that my history with him started since before the foundations of the world. Like, is that okay to say? And he was like, well, you can say, like, from his perspective, you know, yes. And then when you gave your life to him, like, you started to discover. It became like a discovery, right? Because, and then he said, because, you know, it's all about discovery. It's discovering who we've always been. And I'm like, I'm using that, honey. Can I use that? He's like, yeah. I was like, say it again. And I wrote it down. So I'm giving you credit for that one. But it is good, and I can't remember who said this, but someone said, if our identity was, was, um, came from him, it can only be found in him. Like, he is the author of everything. He's the one who fashioned us in our mother's womb. He has known us since the beginning of time. That's who he is. And then when you understand, I'm probably getting a little ahead of myself, but when we, un- when we understand that, and then we experience and really know his nature coupled together, it's a beautiful revelation of who he is, right? Because like I said earlier, I can say all day long, I can preach every single Sunday, God's good, he's for us, he's good, he's a good God, he's love. But if it's not, if we don't really know that, if we don't experience it, it's just great words, right? It has to be an experience of him. Remember Karen, my mother-in-law, one day after she had moved back here to Indiana, she started coming to Revive, and I remember her saying, I mean, I've always known God loves me, but, like, I really know that he loves me. (laughs) I'm like, yes! She was having an encounter with the God who she's always known of. She was actually knowing, you know? So let's go down to verse 30. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, he also justified. And whom he justified, he also glorified. You know, the first verse was, he foreknew us. He's always known us. The next verse is, he's already called us. He already destined us. He already glorified us. Because he's always known us. His mind has always been made up about us. It proves the nature of who God is, guys. A good God isn't going to require us to do anything first. If he called us, destined us, and glorified us, and knew us before the foundations of the world, we didn't, we didn't have a chance to do anything for it, to earn it yet. It proves what kind of God he is, Right? If he wasn't good, he, he wouldn't do that. <laughs> if he wasn't love, he wouldn't be like that. Isn't it beautiful? God is for us. God is for us. That's who he is. He's always been for us. Since before the foundations of the world, he's known us. He saw the timeline of our entire life beginning to end. And he still called us. He still destined us. He still justified us. (laughs) Like, what? 
You know, it's, it's hard to comprehend because we look at people and we understand them or know them or whatever through their actions, their behavior. But God doesn't work that way. He already has his mind up, made up about us. Right? It's all in the Bible. I'm not making it up. Sometimes I'm like, this is too good to be true. But it's, it's in here, I swear. <laughs> I, I don't know if anyone else thinks that sometimes. Like, so if we'll come out of my mouth, I'm like, this seems too good to be true. But it's true. The other day I was telling Owen, I'm like, God is for us. God is for us. You ever get like a revelation and the person's like, okay, great. Yeah, he's for us. He was like, yeah, in opposition to what? Him being against us? I was like, yes, exactly, exactly. He was just like, duh, God's for us, you know? But I'm like, listen, though, we believe that he's not for us sometimes. We think he's not for us. Many Christians are walking around believing that God is not for them. Many times in my life, I would have never said it out loud because I know that's not the real truth, you know. It's like everyone says God is love. Duh. But we, we go around thinking and have these thoughts like he's not for us or he's not really for us. Because we measure his nature or who he is by what's going on in our life. Oh, I didn't get the job. He must not be for me. Oh, well, they are blessed. He must not be for me. He must be for them. Or, uh, you know, my breakthrough didn't happen. He must not be for me. I'm in this waiting period, and I've been here forever, and he must not be for me. Like, right? I, I'm talking about me, guys. Many years as a Christian, I believed that way. And, but it's just, so it is profound to really believe that God is for us. And that is the truth of who we are. Regardless of what's going on in our life, he is for us. He knows us, and he is for us. Period. Mic drop. You know, as a Christian, when I was thinking that way, like I said, I was unknowingly, by the grace of God, thank goodness, over the years, I have, I feel like I'm in a solid place right now where I, it's just, the goodness of God is so real to me, personally. Like, I cannot believe another way. Like, I've gone too far. I cannot go back to believing any other way. Like, it doesn't matter anymore, like, what's going on. And I hope that that's true in the future because I can't see the future. But I feel like my foundation in the goodness of God is so solid right now. And I really, truly believe that it has to be the foundation of everything we believe. If we do not believe God is good and he is for us, and I'm not talking about just a head knowledge. I'm talking about actually experiencing and believing to your core that he is good no matter what. We are sinking sand. We are straight up sinking sand if, we don't, if it's not our foundation. I mean, I know we joke. Like that one time I got up here and I was like, if you don't believe God is good, then why are you even here? <laughs> like, we joke about that all the time. We're like, I'm, you know. But it's true. Like, why are we believing a God? Why are we putting our faith in our, in, and surrendering our lives to a God that we don't believe is for us? <laughs> the whole reason to give our whole life to him is because he is for us. 
He's all-knowing. He has our best interests, right? It's for our benefit to surrender to him. I think that sometimes in, in me, in my life, as a Christian, I had the idea of, like, what being a Christian was was a little skewed to me. Like, I think sometimes I believed that I, w- I had signed up for him to be, like, my get-through-the-day card or, like, solve all my problems or, like, make my life go great. <laughs> you know, like, or it's just the right thing to do. I just, he's, like, my ticket to heaven. Like, I just got to get through this terrible life. Maybe if I pray hard enough, I'll get through the waiting period and get my breakthrough that I want, that it's I need and I want. <laughs> Anybody relating or just me? But what we actually signed up for was giving our lives to him fully, not knowing. It's like we sign, we're in covenant relationship. That's what covenant is. Covenant marriage. We're in it for the long haul no matter what, right? We choose one another. We choose love. We choose relationship over everything else. That's what covenant is. We choose to understand and be intimate with one another, regardless of disagreeing, regardless of hurt, pain. We are choosing, we're moving forward with one another, and we're in it for the long haul. We trust one another. We're surrendered to one another. Does that make sense? That's covenant. It's regardless of what happens, it's not like a side piece or like a, an affair where it's like, I just get my needs met, and as soon as that doesn't happen, I'm just going to dip out. Like, I'm not ready to sign the contract, the covenant, because I need to see if you're going to follow through first. Right? And if you don't follow through, then I can go ahead and go. That's not what this is. That's not what we signed up for. He gave his life to us. And like Tony said last week, because Tony talked about him being, do we know him as Lord? He's Lord of our life. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that he's Lord, not boyfriend, not get us to heaven. He's Lord. That means we've surrendered every area of our life to him. That's what this is supposed to be, right? But it's for our benefit that we surrender him. When you know his nature, when I'm saying really know, when you really experience who he is, you will be jumping at the chance to surrender every area to him. Please take it. Oh, I didn't realize I wasn't surrendered to you. Please, please take it because I know that you love me. I actually know that you love me. I actually trust you. You are my everything. You fulfill me. You're what satisfies me. You're the only one that knows me and has known me for my entire life and will continue to know me and be for me for all of eternity. And you know everything about my life and you know everything about everything and you are holding it all together. And so, yes, please take it all, right? That's what it's supposed to be like. It's not supposed to be, okay, I'll let you control me. No, he doesn't have interest in controlling us. If he did, then he wouldn't, there would be no element of choice. Are you guys okay? I'm not trying to be like, I'm just passionate. And again, every time I say this, like I, this is for me. 
okay? Like I said earlier, I have no idea what I'm doing. Just a reminder, I don't. It's easy to look at the person up there and be like, well, they are living this out perfectly and they know everything. No, no, no. If we don't have faith in the nature of God being good, then we don't have faith in him because he just is good. He just is love. That's who he is. If we don't have faith fully in who his nature is, then we don't have faith in him. I used to tell Owen that, like, he lived in the class. I'm talking a lot about Owen today. Just spilled all your beans. Um, earlier in our marriage, I used, he was, like, the one who was, like, the big faith guy. And I was, like, the snap back to reality person, you know? Have you ever, have you ever said that about yourself? Like, well, I'm the one who's, like, in reality. You're the one who's got your head in the clouds. And I used to say that all the time because he had big faith for things that he felt like God had said. And I'm just like, well, okay, well, let's get back to reality, though. Like, don't hope too much. Don't, you know. And looking back, I'm just like, wow, was I wrong, you know. The re- our reality is him. You know that, right? Real reality is Jesus. We are one with him. Heaven is our reality. So, like, if you're ever using that as an excuse, well, I better get back down to reality, you're probably not um, renewing your mind to actual truth, maybe just earthly truth. But that was me. That was who I used to be. And I, I, just, I just started to think about that, like, wow, like, I would rather be called irrational, unlogical, radical, then not have faith in the God who's known me since before the foundations of the world, right? I would rather be 90-year-old woman, look back and be like, I had big faith when everyone else thought it was, didn't make sense, when everyone else thought it was silly. I was still proclaiming from the rooftops that he's good. You know? That's who I want to be. And that's who I am. I'm declaring it. You can't go too wrong with believing too much in the goodness of God, guys. <laughs> we, we can't. Okay, let me give you an example. What's going on in our world right now? Okay? I'm just the one who's like, but God's good. The kingdom is advancing. Like, I mean, I'm not blind to what's going on. You have to be like, I don't even watch the news because it just doesn't do any, any good. That's just my own conviction. It doesn't renew my mind to truth, <laughs> to actual truth of the word. It doesn't mean I'm, I, I just ignore it because I don't ignore it. I know you have to be, I still know what's going on, even though I don't watch the news. Like, I still see what they say and from other people and things and social media and stuff. So I know that it's just craziness, but it's like, I'm still like, he's good. He's good. That's my default. And you can call me unlogical. You can call me out of touch with reality. But it's just I believe in his goodness. I believe that he's so good and he's so big and he's so vast that it just doesn't almost matter. It doesn't almost matter. And this is what I'm not saying. I'm not saying things and problems of the world don't matter and we shouldn't stand against them and pray against them and things like that. I'm for it, guys. Okay? And I do that. What I'm saying is... What is it in comparison to our God? 
Like, what, what deserves my attention and my worry over him? He's known me since before the foundations of the world. He's going to continue to know me and continue to be for me for all eternity. <laughs> like, I guess that's just out of touch with reality, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> my reality is in heaven. Isn't this convicting? It's convicting me. <laughs> I, sur- I, I really truly believe surrender is the, key to bra- is the key to freedom, real freedom in our life. Just surrendering every area to him. I don't understand what's this going on over here, but I surrender it to you, Lord. You're Lord of my life. Ever since Tony spoke last Sunday about this, it's just been reeling in my head, like, Lord of my life in every area. I mean, I've been going, I've truly been going through my week, like, and issues happening with, you know, I have two three-year-olds, guys. Like, three is just a challenging age right now. I'm just going to be real. Like, Owen and I are just like, what are we doing? Like, it's just testing boundaries and, like, just high emotions out of nowhere. And it's like, how do we love them through this? How are we, like... <sighs> It's just hard. It's really, really hard. And there's two of them. And, like, it's just, I'm just, like, I love them. And I I just i am trying my best to see them through the eyes of Jesus. I read this. I just read this um, thing I sent to Rachel last week. And it, it was something like, I think Chris Valton said it. He was like, most of us don't know that we have kings and queens in our household. They're disguised sometimes as two-year-olds screaming, hiding under a thing, scratching you and screaming at your face. Real life. And they're disguised as, you know, 10-year-old or like teenagers who have just are testing you and 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 you know, doing all kinds doing stuff and we don't know what we're doing, right? And and he's and he was basically saying like, what if we just saw them through the eyes of Jesus no matter their behavior? And it's been a challenge for us because it's like, well, I can just see them screaming at me right now and I'm losing it. And like, I don't know what to do right now, you know, and they're and they're just anyways, I got a little off track there. But so that's what's going on right now. And so anyways, all week I've just been like, Lord, God, you are Lord over my parenting. I just surrender this to you. God, you are Lord over my marriage because, you know, I am failing sometimes with how I'm reacting and responding, whatever it is. God, you are Lord over my leadership because I'm leading a lot of people, and it's not easy sometimes. It's not. God, you are Lord over my relation, family relationships that aren't that healthy. Just being real. You're Lord over those relationships. I surrender it to you. And I've just been, and I have found, and not everything's been perfect, okay? But I have felt so much freedom and just release and just surrendering it to him, literally out loud, just saying, okay, whatever's going on, God, I just surrender, surrender my driving to you right now. Whatever it is, whatever it is, I surrender my kids to you. And I know some of you guys have grown kids that you worry about maybe or there's just stuff going on, and I just surrender it to you. I surrender my children. He is trustworthy, guys, 
And, and we cannot go on doing it in our own strength. We can't. Everything that he's called us to do and predestined us to do and justified us and called us to do is only possible to do in a healthy way through his strength, not through our own. We can't do anything without him. So I've just been surrendering it to him because I... I know he's good, and I know he's trustworthy, and, I, and he's known me since before time, and he's going to continue to know me forever, and he knows my future, and he knows what I'm going through now, and he's the only all-knowing one. It's just wise to surrender it to him, right? It's almost arrogant to think that I am more trustworthy with my own life than he is. He's all-knowing. And, and we just, I, it's not condemnation. It's just more for me, I just forget to surrender. I don't know if you guys can relate to that. It's like, I want to surrender, but I just forget sometimes. And so it's just a good reminder. Practically, that's what it looks like for me so far. It's only been a week. <laughs> I know that I've surrendered to him over and over, but I've never really practiced it like this. Like, I surrender this to you. I surrender. Every time something comes up, I surrender to you, your Lord of that area of my life. It's been really beautiful. I don't want to look back over my life and think, I spent so much time trying to do it on my own. And I failed miserably. <laughs> miserably. <laughs> I spent so much time trying to be who God says I am. Or like, you know, like, I just, I want to look back and be like, I spent a lot of time with him. You know, I spend a lot of time with the one, the one who is everything to me already. He's who fulfills me. So anyways, I want to get back to this. The next verse, so we've, verse 29, he foreknew us before the foundations of the world. Verse 30, he predestined us, called us, justified us, and glorified us, right? So he knew us. His mind was made up about us. So he called us and predestined us. Then what comes next? What shall, be, what shall we say? If God is for us, who can be against us? <laughs> we're seen and we're known and we're chosen and we know his nature and he loves us and what are we lacking? That's what I hear that saying. I hear that saying, he's known me since before the foundations of the world. His mind was made up about me. He called me and dusted me before I did anything. What can be against me? I think of that as like, what situation or person is a real issue? What is like deserves my attention more than him? What am I worried about? What, what really can compete with that? What is more important than that, than him? What deserves my attention more than him? What is more concerning than him? Right? Not just who can be against us, like what enemies can hurt us today. It's like, no, what thing, person, anything can really just be against us when he's for us? It's him. He is the promise. He is the one who satisfies us, fulfills us, and is everything we could ever need. 
He is perfect in all of his ways. We don't just sing it. We believe it. He's literally perfect. All-knowing, trustworthy, faithful. Remember what I said? If he's, been, if he's faithful, he's been faithful, and he's going to continue to be faithful. It's just as who he is. He can't change. He's beginning and end. Like I said, until we know him and experience him this way, intimately, these are just great words. Just great words. He's for us. He's for you. He's for you. Regardless of what's going on in your life, what you're experiencing right now, what people have done to you, what people are doing, what you're going through, whatever, whatever, he's for you. He just is who he is. It doesn't matter what you're experiencing. He is who he is. So I'm going to close with that because I just want us to, and what I want is I want us to experience the God who's for us, who knows us intimately. I want us to have a deeper revelation and experience of this truth that we already know, had knowledge about him. Some of us, I believe, we, we're, we're always discovering more. Even if we have experienced the God who's for us, there's more to experience. He's very big, <laughs> right? We're going to be discovering him and experiencing him for the eternity. I don't believe, I've never believed that we're going to like get to heaven and be like, oh, we just know God fully. No, he's bigger than eternity. We're not going to be bored in heaven, let me tell you. We're not going to just know everything. I think we will know, our eyes will be open to a lot more than we know here, but I feel like we're going to be experiencing and discovering who he is for all of eternity. That's how big he is. Is there an end to eternity? I don't think so. I don't. <laughs> so I just want you guys to kind of position yourselves if you want to stand or just kind of position yourselves to just encounter God real, with me if you're okay with that. Just have a moment with him. Let's just, let's just position ourselves to just receive right now. Receive something from him. I want you guys to close your eyes. I want you to just kind of lock eyes with him, meaning you can picture him in your imagination, standing in front of you. Whatever it is, however you experience God, maybe you'll, you're going to feel his presence. Whatever it is, just kind of quiet down and get with Jesus right now. I just want him to reveal himself to us right now. The God who is for us. What does that look like? God, show us what it means. Show, we want to experience your goodness right now. invite you to show us that you're for us whatever way you choose 
just tell him that you want to experience his goodness. Just tell them that you want to experience his nature. You want to hear from him. You want to see him. You want to feel him. smiling over us right now. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. Just ask for more, Jesus. We want to feel you. We want to know you. thoughts about you outnumber the sands and the sea. His good thoughts about you. want you to ask him, God, what was your design for me before the foundation of the world? How did you see me? What did you say about me when I was thought up and dreamed up by you? Just ask him and hear, listen to hear what he says. He said it then, he says it now, he says it for eternity. It is who you are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your revealing who you are to us. You're such a good father, such a good friend, such a kind Lord, such a trustworthy Lord. You are an amazing lover. 
Thank you, Jesus. This is called practicing intimacy. We just turn our awareness towards him and let him have space to speak to us, reveal his heart to us. Yeah. I want to do something, if you guys are okay with transitioning. I feel like um, it's on God's heart just to encourage you guys. So, um, it, first of all, d would anyone like to share, be vulnerable and share what God said about them when we asked him or how he revealed his nature to them in that moment? If you saw a picture, you heard words, does anyone want to share that? If I could have um, a few of you guys, leaders up here, because I want to just do a couple minutes of just giving words to people, if that's okay. I'm going to kind of switch it up here for a second. I just feel like God wants to encourage you guys, and one of the ways he does that is through people. So, Rachel, you can come up here if you can. Can you come up here too? And Natalie? Just calling some people out here. No one knew I was going to do this. So, mm. one of the ways that he reveals his nature to us is through others, through community. But first and foremost, the most important thing is to be, is to know him ourselves, right? That's why intimacy with Jesus every single day is so important. And ultimately, every prophetic word comes from him. So if you ever want a prophetic word, just go to him and ask. <laughs> but um, I just I just felt like there was a time for encouraging one another. And so I'm just going to ask you guys, like, if you get a word for someone, uh, just kind of keep it under 30 seconds so that we want to honor everyone's time and the nursery worker's time. And uh, we'll just go until 1230, if that's okay. I actually have a word for you, Nikki. I uh, heard in the prayer room how feet, how beautiful are the feet of the people who bring good news. And um, I was just reading that's in Romans 10, but I was just kind of getting the context of all of it and reading around it because that's what I like to do. Um, and I think from what I felt like the Lord was saying was, um, and also hearing how you were speaking uh, earlier, um, that you brought the good news, you brought the gospel this morning, and just to remind you that you have his, you're, you're his hands, you're his feet, he has called you and he has chosen you. Um, um, I hope this goes away, like all the shakiness, <laughs> like, this is like the, the culture that I've been for like, in like three and a half years, but I'm like, Still doing it. Um, for with the one, for with the one 
For with the heart one believes and is justified. Okay, let me go down here a little bit. Um, How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. So he's called you, he's chosen you to do exactly what you're doing and to just remind you that it's the good news. Whether you doubt it or not, it's good news and you're doing what you're called to do. You're welcome. building I have a word for the lady over there in that corner um, oh Taylor um, I hear this word that um, Jesus is just wanted to love you so much like he is like he called you my beloved but he just I just want to I just want to love you today so much for you to have an encounter with him um, I see you that um, you just running toward him and he's holding his arm and saying, you know what? I'm just, I'm just waiting for this moment. He is journeying for this moment to you be just that close to him because he wants to draw you close to his heart. And he just actually, he wants you to hear his heart. Like just to be there and be there for just for a long time. Like a daughter with a father. The father wants just to love you. And for you to know that you are his precious, his precious daughter. <laughs> God bless you. Mine was for you, too. Um, We haven't met yet. Hi. Um, I was just, there's a song that I wrote, and the lyrics are, tears are not forgotten, but still I'll obey. And I feel like that's like the song of your life, and that the Lord just wants to honor you and say thank you, even through the tears you've obeyed me, and he sees you and loves you so much. I just bless you. Kaya. I also heard over you, you're not forgotten. And also in the scripture where it says, I'll be their God and they'll be my people. And I feel like God's like, she's my people. And in the context, I know you're Jewish, but still he's just like, that's my people right there. Like, she's my people. And I feel like you have um, a, like a, like a, something in your heart to have a group of people and, and, and go more into what it looks like to be God's people. And um, it's really necessary. Misty, um, there's, a, there's a beauty about you. Um, you serve as like um, whoever it is that you're around or that you're a part of, that, that you, almost like a mentor, I guess, a mom. Um, and what you do is that, that you kind of cover these people and you help them. And then by the time that you're done, there's a beauty about them that's breathtaking. And it's because of how you fed and nurtured people. Um, Yeah, just, yeah, that. Thank you. Right here, you're in the white shirt. Um, (laughs) I just, I, I don't know if you like cars, vintage cars, but um, I just saw this picture of this old vintage car and was reminded that like as things age um, and they're taken care of properly, that their value increases. 
And I just felt that over you, that like your value is increasing in the spirit realm, um, that the value of what you have to bring is increasing. And um, and it just felt like the Lord was saying like there for what you thought you were doing before and that it was really good and was in God's will. Like he has that same thing for you right now, but it's just like there's increase on it. So I just bless you with that. Brian, <laughs> I felt like uh, God said you haven't you haven't missed out on time. I love getting this word. Sorry, I'm getting emotional just because I feel like it's so uh, so many times the enemy comes with us with that lie that you've missed out or you've wasted time or um, you have to like work to try to get back to where you were with Jesus like years ago or something like that. And I felt like Jesus always just he loves to just nip that lie right there. That's that's a lie. Jesus says you haven't lost out on time. We go from glory to glory. Always. We don't have to like earn our way back to a spot we used to be at with our relationship with the Lord. So I just want to encourage you with that that like you aren't you don't have to make up time. You don't have to earn a spot in his heart like where you used to be or something. I don't know if that makes sense, but but he's like, you're just going forward in my love, in my glory, more and more and more, and you haven't lost anything. And then real quick, the couple right here, I, I, I haven't got a chance to meet you guys yet. What's your names again? Chris and Laura. Um, I felt like God was saying that there's like subtle divine connections with people happening, like it's going to be like almost where you can miss it, like just encounters with people throughout your day, your life at work or something. It's like um, he's going to give you opportunities, both of you to like just have moments with people. Like it'll just be like almost so fast and quick. You it'd be easy to miss. But like that was God, like just conversations with people about God or just like little things you mentioned just in small talk. And it's like you guys are depositing stuff like beautiful truth into people's lives just by interacting with them because that's who you are and it's what you carry not because of anything profound you say or it's just like you're at the grocery store and you're like you just say one little thing or a person encounters your smile and you're and you say one encouraging thing and it's just like their whole world is like rocked and changed and you have no idea like the destruction in a good way you left in your path like a fire, the fire of love of who God is in your path. Like you don't even realize what you just did. And it's like these subtle encounters with people that you guys are like changing the world around you. So I wanted to encourage you with that. Yeah. When she was talking, I just saw like a, like a pastoral anointing on your life. And I heard they're the pastor of people and relationships and so I just see like this grace on your life relationally and also when she was talking about connections like these um these supernatural connections happening from places that seem out of nowhere um just as you make relationship with people it's actually going to benefit you um, in your business and it's actually going to benefit you you know in the ministry that you're called to and so I just bless you guys in that yeah, I think, so Nick, Nikki just popped a cork, lots of words coming at you guys. <laughs> uh, Chris, um, you you are a leader, You're, you've been built, you've been made, your persona, everything in you is leader, people will follow you, um, the consistency of 
kindness in your life is being watched and paid attention to and um, like these connections that she was saying I believe these subtle divine encounters will bring many people to know Jesus because of the love that you speak and you exhibit in your day-to-day life I specifically feel this like in the workplace and that um as you go, I felt like even in the, this workplace, promotion um, is going to be like a recurring theme just because of the natural will reflect the spiritual. And as you continue to move from glory to glory in the spiritual, the natural is going to, just going to reflect that, which will look like promotion. I just want to, I just want to add real quick. Um, it, you guys are amazing beautiful it's just more than when you guys walk um being a good parents i i have a word for you more like um you have mary and martha together that you know you know how to worship god while you're washing dishes you know how to worship god when you are uh, loving your kids you have mary when you have your own time and it's so beautiful then you melt all that together in one <laughs> that's a real worship uh, of god is just love the time um both like Martha and Mary together. That's what we need to, I'm learning to do that too. So it is beautiful. I see that shine over you. Um, and your husband is the one who loves to see you just talking with Jesus anytime when he's coming home and he feel, yes, Jesus is here in the house. And you, you are just transforming life around you and your family. People are having eyes over you while you're just talking because you shine and, and the words coming out from you is just Jesus melting his heart uh, you melt jesus heart and he's melting your heart as well so god bless you um rich and janet i have a word for you um i feel that like you guys are found that place of rest right now that you guys are just enjoying that place of rest and god said i am the rest he is the true rest then you are you are just um he said you're just starting the practicing of just to know the place of rest he said he is the rest as well and so Colossians uh, 3 14 is the one was a highlight for you guys for love is supreme it must flow through each of these virtues love becomes the mark of true maturity you got it you have this true love that overwhelms and you just don't have to say anything to, to people around you you just, just reach your arm and it's just God through your arm loving people and thank you so much for what you guys do and how you guys represent the body of Christ it's beautiful I, I want to be I want to be like you guys God bless you Anastasia it's for you sorry um, scripture says the first shall be last and the last shall be first. And right now you're last, but you're not overlooked. You're not a forgotten. And whatever that thing is you've got in your heart, just start taking the first step toward it and God will meet you and he'll make a way. So don't give up on it. not forgotten and you're not overlooked
arrived. Um, yes. Thank you for being. Thank you for being so prophetic. Um, sometimes, um, like I'm learning from people, and I love to watch people. Um, I talk too much. You don't talk that much. <laughs> but you know what? I'm asking God, and I want to be the same like you as well because I, I need to be a good be a good listener. And what God loves is people who have two ears, but to sometimes to be quiet in the, in the moment of he is just saying, don't say anything. I just want to love you. And you are the one who are in that place of just the quiet of doesn't matter the sound, go around. You know how to turn those sounds down and just to be listening with how he is talking. And so much wisdom. And the wisdom is in you all the time. And he loves your worship while you are driving. He loves everything that you do. And when you talk with your clients or the people around you, you always exalt Jesus' name. That God smile over you when you say things. And then people are like, he says something. And that was profound. <laughs> Um, Ezekiel 47 is the, the river of life. It's just overwhelmed. And you know how to live in that place. Of it's just the river of healing just coming overflow around. So I believe that even people just closing around you receive healing just to be around you. Because I see that. You carry that well and that's what, who you are. It's like when when that lady wanted just to touch Jesus' garment, just if I touch him. <laughs> this is who you are. I'm not saying that you are Jesus, but you are like Jesus. So they, I'm just trying to explain that, but you know, more like um, it, it's the love that you carry. Father, Jesus as a father. Thank you for loving the whole world as how Jesus does. Oh, he said, love the whole world. John 3.16, you love and you honor people. And thank you for what you do. I love you guys both. We're going to keep going. Is that okay? Um, but feel free if you have to leave. It's fine. Um, so, Seth, <laughs> I just felt like I was hearing, like, everything that your heart desires to do, like, God wants to fulfill that desire in your heart. Um, all the dreams that you have to things that you want to do in life, like, God is for you. He wants you to have the desires of your heart. And you may not even know what the desires of your heart are for the future, but it's like he's just, he's just like, yes, yes. I want to do whatever you want to do kind of a thing. It's like he's just he just loves you so much. Like and I felt like he was saying like you're such a good son and even though you may not feel like that at times that's what God thinks about you. God thinks you're a good son. And he's like really pleased with you. And you don't have to um feel like you have to any kind of thought that would say like you need to try harder. You you're just a mess and you're you're never going to measure up. That's the enemy. God doesn't think that about Seth. God is like, he's the best ever. 
and I like want everything, every desire of his heart to be fulfilled, and I love him so much. So I just wanted to give you that. Yeah, before Nikki went, Seth, I was seeing that you're, Seth, you're an influencer more than you think. And I see you just being at school um, and people looking to you for what is cool and what is acceptable. And they're just looking to you as you walk and just like influence over your life. So to encourage you, like, don't, like, belittle or look down on the influence that you have because people are looking to you, and whatever you say is is going to be what they think is awesome. And so, yeah, it is blessing your bravery as you go into ninth grade. I also felt like there was, like, this pastoral calling on your life. Like, I know it runs in the family. <laughs> with all the men, you know, on your dad's side. And, and I just felt like that was for you too. But it was like God was saying, if you want to. Like, it's not like you have to. Like, you get a choice. But God has blessed you with that gifting. And whether you're actually a pastor of a church or not, you're going to have that same, like, gifting. And you can use it in anything you do. You can use it as a business owner. You can use it as a anything because a pastor is just like you care about people you father or mother people you teach people you influence people it's just a leader and you're trustworthy with people that's why god i i really believe that a pastor is just trustworthy with people does that make sense and you have that anybody Yeah. <laughs> hey, sweetie. Um, I see you as a, a, a bearer of gifts, that you're, you're carrying gifts with you. You may not even be aware of it, but, but you, you carry something within you that in the right place, at the right time, with the right person, it's just it's going to blossom. And you're going to be able to hand over these gifts to these people. Um, gifts being just love, kindness, sharing the good news about Jesus, just whatever it is. And it, it's also going to be in areas and places that, that you wouldn't think would be the place to do it. So, so, be, so be prepared and be ready to just release whatever God has put inside of you because it's extremely beautiful and people need it. Just share what God has for you, okay? Also, um, uh, Rich and Janet and um, Russ and Karen, you guys are foundational. I mean, I just I see you four sitting in the same row next to each other, and it's just to me, it's just so beautiful. You guys are like cornerstones for 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 this church. No matter where you go, the years that you have put in, the maturity that you guys carry is incredible. Anyone and everyone benefits just from where you guys walk. So I, I just I want to say thank you so much, you know, for for being a part of us, and also for all the stuff that you pour into people, and you haven't realized that you're pouring into people. <laughs> you're just you're just being you. So I I just I want to say thank you, um, Mark, Brian, and Armando. Watch these guys. <laughs> 
learn from them. Learn from them. They have so much to share prophetically and also the issues of life that you guys are going through right now, whatever that may be. They, they've been through that stuff and they can help you and lead you and guide you to love you through these issues of life. These, this, this timeline that Nikki was talking about, you know, that, that we live in, but God doesn't, that, that these, the things that they carry can be poured out onto you into a, in a moment, in a moment's time, and you can accelerate years just because of what they carry. Yes, yeah, and Sozo, yes, <laughs> through Sozo, so, revive the world, no, Sozo at revivetheworld.org. <laughs> Mark, I heard um, the future's bright, and I know a little bit of your story, but I just felt like God was saying, like, the future is bright and nothing has been lost, like, I don't know exactly what that means, but I just know that, like, he's trustworthy with your future. And, like, there's so many amazing, joyful, wonderful things, restoration ahead. Like, it may not be what you think it is, but it's like God works everything for good. And you're, I could just, like, see you almost, like, in the future, like, looking back, like, man, my life is amazing. I had no idea it was going to be this amazing. It's like, wow, like. I am so happy. I am so full of joy. All the desires of my heart have been fulfilled. And like, I could not see it then at all. That's all, that's the only way I can describe it. So I just bless you and your future and like what God has for you. And yes and amen to that. When Joe, when you were, uh, is it loud enough? When he was talking to Russ and Karen and Janet and Rich, got a little emotional. Um, because I think that um, what an honor it is <laughs> as a young as a young person to glean from you, to bow low, and to listen, and to hear what you have to say, because, you know, us young people might get a bad rap about thinking that we know everything, and <laughs> but it starts with history, and um, what you guys have cultivated in your own lives, and what you've learned, and so I think it's just an honor to know the four of you and um, to just to be able to also get to know you and further down the road um, it's going to be a joy to see um, just what our relationships may turn into um, and uh, just how I can sow into your lives and everything it would be an honor and a joy to do that whatever that looks like um, so thank you for all the things that you've um, endured and all the joys that you've, four of you have um, gone through with the Lord and you're still here, you're still pursuing him and you're still, um, you're still here and you're still worshiping him. So I think that's beautiful. All right. <laughs> Amen.
we're still going. I don't know if it's okay with you guys because it's almost one o'clock. <laughs> but um, um, I don't want to let Tia and Robert go. So I, <laughs> um, you guys are so wonderful, wonderful parents. And probably you can say you guys talk too much. But I just want to remind you again and again and again how Paul said again and again. Because sometimes someone has to, to remind us. Then even though you know that you're amazing, somebody has to remind you, yes, you are. Sometimes as a parent to your kids, you have to remind them how much you love them. Even though your kids know that you love them, that you can do anything for them. But it's the same thing how Father God say to his kids. doesn't matter how much you know about me. It's like I still love you and I want to release wisdom more more wisdom because you are open to him you guys are hungry hungry for more and God is the more there's always going to be more and more and the more revelation you get from him more amazing and more in love you're going to be for him and yeah I see you um, like in your quiet time and you don't say anything you just you just want to be with him because you love him so much. You, you know that his love is so true that nobody will shake you from there. Nobody will get you out from there. And that's what your mom have done because her prayers are becoming so deep and so deep in God's heart. Then God is like, I don't want to let you go, Tia. You are mine. Like he's saying, you are mine. You are mine. And you don't, you don't go nowhere. And he will chase you down even though when you don't feel like it. <laughs> and Robert, the same way for you. you. You don't say that much, and I love, I love that. That's what, I mean, I'm learning that too. But <laughs> I, let me, I, I know, I, I, I see things, and I know things, and it's, it's the grace of God. But God is teaching me that so I can learn from people. And that's what I am right now, learning from everybody. So thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for being one of the first all the time and God said you are my first you are my number one um, Galatians 3 26 said that you are you are his beloved children both of you guys are his beloved children doesn't matter what you're going through doesn't matter what you guys have to go deal with and get sometimes like oh, why me he, he knows everything and he rewards the one who are patient and who are, are in love. And he's the one who provides all the time. Also, Galatians 27 says, Faith immerse, immerse you into Christ, and now you are covered and clothed with his life. Jesus' life is all over you. Always remember that. When hard times, and all sometimes back and forth, we always want the best. But God is for you all the time. He has closed you with his love. Doesn't matter what. There is no question mark there. God bless you. God bless your family and your children. Blessing of generations. So we're going to go ahead and let you guys go get the kids because we want to release the uh, volunteer workers. But um, reminder, there we're going to start doing a family service starting next week. So there won't be 
the kids will be with us the entire service where they're going to be out here for worship. They're going to be out here for the service because we want to start incorporating the kids out here once a month. So that starts next week. So there's no child care during service or for worship. Okay, just a reminder. But then also, if you guys didn't get a prophetic word and you want one, then we're going to stay up here for a few more minutes and we would love to just or if you are getting a prophetic word for something as you're someone out there, make sure you go give it to them, okay? Because I know you guys are all prophetic too, and you're probably getting stuff too. <laughs> Bless you guys. We love you so much. Thanks for listening to Revive the World Ministries podcast. Join us each week for another message and listen to past messages by visiting us online at revivetheworld.org.